Welcome to this week's episode of Don't Work With Tossers, the podcast that helps you rid your life of tossers and improve your work-life blend. And I am so excited to welcome this week's guest, Deborah Ogden, who, without Deborah, I wouldn't actually have the production home at Albion Street Studios that I have. And that is all because of our lovely mutual friend, Mandy Taylor. Deborah um, has inspired me with her More Impact podcast that um, it took me quite a long time to listen to her latest <laughs> podcast because you had a podcast before that, didn't you, on brand with. And um, it took me a few months to catch up, um, even though my friend Michelle Cowan, our friend Michelle, oh, Michelle Cowan, yeah. had um, told me to listen to it. And when I did... Um, while I walked on Friley Brig one morning, it reduced me to tears and I picked up the phone and rang Deborah and said thank you so much. So it's my pleasure to welcome you today onto the podcast. Thank you. It's funny being this side of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are going to give the title of this podcast, Don't Let Tossers Impact Your Personal Brand. Because if there was ever a person to talk about personal branding, it is Deborah Ogden. Deborah, tell us a little bit more about what you do and how long you've been self-employed and and what personal branding is all about. Gosh, so this is my 13th year and I just cannot believe that when I, you know, count up the days and, and years. But um, I started out and, and actually I think so many of us when we have our own businesses, they morph as as the years go on. But I decided I, my background is comms. I, I trained as a lawyer, but my background is marketing and comms. And I think everybody always thought I might set up a PR agency. But for me, and this for me is what personal branding is all about, for me there has always been something that I've managed to do in my life that has taken me that little bit further. And I always say, you know, I was never the cleverest, I was never the prettiest, I was never the funniest, I was always the one picked last in netball. But I had this ability to take opportunities. And actually, when I look back, that was personal branding. But 13 years ago, and I mean, the time I'm talking about, nobody called it personal branding in those days. And when I decided to set up, I thought, I'm going to try and bottle that and sell that, sell that service. So that's where the business came from. And for me, personal branding, people talk about influencers, they talk about, you know, your your photograph, they talk about how you dress. But actually, it's just people's experience in your world. That's what personal branding is to me. Yeah, and I think the one thing for me that always comes through and the thing that resonated with me in that first more impact podcast mm. um that i cannot recommend enough um was the fact that you talked about just doing it and being your authentic self and it was as i was rebranding to the work life blend coach and contemplating where i was going with that and what i was going to do to drive it forward and then of course it was meeting you and janet bebb and sinead sopler for a coffee that you were late for because you'd been here at Albion Street <laughs> Studios with Andy Jack. <laughs> and um, 
In fact, you were quite late for that. I think I managed five minutes, yeah, didn't I? Yeah, I think you did. And in the meantime, <laughs> Janet and Sinead had managed to persuade me that maybe doing a podcast would be all right. And Janet came up with the title, Don't Work With Tossers. And I was like, right, okay, let's go for it. Um, but I think the thing for me around personal branding is that being your authentic self and actually the interesting thing is that it's often the people that show those tosser traits to or what you interpret as your tosser traits because as we talked about in episode one with Naomi it's like one person's tosser is another person's lover um, and it's how you interpret the tosser traits but it's often those tossers that can prevent you from being your authentic self. But actually, when it comes to personal branding, and I know you talk about this loads, that you have to be authentic and the authentic you to start that personal branding, to start it all. Yeah, it's really interesting. So, and I think there are different levels of authentic because, and and I think authentic is one of those words that is becoming so overused. So... For my clients, I say, just be your best self. What is your best self? Show up as your best self. But even, and I'm hesitating here and picking my words, because you've brought up the More Impact podcast. Now, for me, that is me at my most authentic. And actually, I hadn't realised that I perhaps wasn't being as authentic as I possibly could be Mm. in my day-to-day because it's a bit of a sliding scale isn't it depending on where you are whether you're whether you're presenting whether you're coaching somebody you need a different level you turn the dial up and down but for me on that podcast I felt quite vulnerable because Mm. it's just my work being put out there but also because it's just me talking you are yourself you can't pretend and I think that's where the challenge with personal branding is that people think it's oh it's all fake it till you make it it's all that let's put a front up you know let's get it filtered for Instagram so it all looks beautiful but we spot a fake and also how can you from a personal point of view you know work-life blend how do you show up as somebody that isn't authentic every day it becomes exhausting and it becomes you know you get that complete lack of congruence that isn't great for any of us no it's not and I think it's as you say we turn the dial up and down because I I I have a poster in my office that um Gaynor my lovely designer created for me it's more marmite than magnolia now I know I'm more marmite than magnolia to a lot of people I know that a lot of people don't necessarily like the way I present or I don't say don't like it but it's not their style and they're not they're not necessarily um you know they they might not like this podcast because they might want to get like your more impact I love it but there's people that won't and and but and it is turning the dial up and down I I know on occasion, I can be quite sweary. I've been very good on these podcasts, but that's me and how I am. But mm. but I'm also a very caring, compassionate person as well. And some of that other element of me comes out when I'm frustrated and I can't necessarily express myself in, in the way that I want to. 
And I think I think that's interesting. But I do all, when you talk about personal brand because I do coach. Mm. You know, I I work to ensure the well being of a business owner and their business is as good as it can be and the way they present that business the way they present themselves especially if you're a freelancer or the smallest of micro business where you are front facing as you and I are in what we do it's not just about you and the pictures that you share it's about the tone you use and the the terminology you use and the things that the the things that you're talking about and you deliver and and it's and it's it's much bigger than just yeah image isn't it and yeah and I think that's where it can be lost and yeah I think one of the few good things that came out of covid was an understanding of people being visible and that you have to be seen mm. and I've certainly seen more interest and more understanding of what personal branding really is in the 12, 18 months since we've come out of working from home. And I think an understanding and an acceptance by small and larger firms that this is here, this is something that's here to stay and it's something that we need to develop our teams in and you can have the biggest business brand or the smallest business brand but that will be impacted by the people that are in your organization so your brand is out there but you've also got that in those individual brands within the business brand and that's what people actually buy into it's those individuals so whether that's good or bad it's the individual personal brands that impact that much bigger brand as well so I think it's that understanding that it's it's a projection of people's experience of what it will be like in your world. So anybody listening to this podcast gets a flavour of what will it be like to work with Tina? Mm-hmm. What's Tina really like? And it just gives them a flavour of that. So whether that's Magnolia or, <laughs> you know, it, it just gives them a, an example of, oh, yeah, I feel that connection. Yes, I'm, I'm part of her tribe, her audience. Or actually, no, it's not for me, and I'll go elsewhere. And I think that's one of the hardest lessons to learn as a business owner, that it's okay for people to walk away, and they're not your people. You don't want those people. You want the ones that are going to be your advocates for life, that are going to tell everybody all about you, that absolutely get what it is that you do. And element four of my work-life blend programme is the title of that is Build Your Crowd Wisely. And that is exactly what you're saying. Those that, um, I always used to say those that promote you, those that support you and those that buy from you. But I've recently added to that those that appreciate you as well. Because actually some people, it's it's people appreciating maybe that gesture that you've done or the, you know... I personally could start the Deborah Ogden Appreciation <laughs> Society just because of the different aspects of what... Um, I'm very grateful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you need one, you know, if you need somebody to found it, and you know what I'm like, I'm, I always like to be involved in... Uh, yeah, so, um, but again, and I, I think probably that's part of the reason I got involved with Mandy, with the Be More Mandy Committee, because I appreciated yeah. her. And, but... But it's it, no coincidence that we're all friends, though. No. And we all attract like. 
Yeah, I don't think so either. And it's back to that building your crowd wisely, making sure the people in your crowd are, are those type of people. But you don't only just work with business owners, do you? Because often people, this is the other thing people say to me about branding and personal branding. As you've touched on there, it's also about within your team. So yeah. you work with a lot of larger businesses where they're helping their team to look at their personal branding yeah. because as you say that is that's really really important yeah so the biggest and I wish somebody had told me this when I was you know way back when but the biggest decisions about your career are probably going to be made when you're not in the room and if you think about that for a moment so the decisions that are made you need to make sure that when your name comes up, it's the narrative that you want that is said about you and not a narrative, you know, somebody else, there might be a gap there, a vacuum, so somebody else will fill that in for you. So to be able to manage what that narrative is, is incredibly powerful and it's those traits that we want to, you know, we all have those traits that we're not as proud of, but then we all have those sweet spots, those real superpowers, those strengths. And we want to be making sure that it's those that we're articulating so that when somebody is making those decisions about our career, whether we are the person that goes on the project that we've always dreamed of being involved with, that it's our name that is top of the list. And, you know, I've got so many clients that have have done that, have recognised that if they volunteer maybe on mental health or uh, diversity and inclusion, their real passion projects, that that has actually led them to their dream role that has incorporated that further on down the line because they communicated that passion at some point. So incredibly powerful for business owners. That's obvious more obvious but for people within organizations as well and I don't think that's something and I don't know that you might know more about mm. this than I do because it's your area of expertise but when we look at young people that are leaving education whether that's going from doing a levels or even leaving GCSEs mm your you know your son's just done his GCSEs and he's gone on to college but others might have gone to become an apprentice or mm -hmm. um, people have gone on to university and when they're leaving university I don't think we put enough focus to help young people with their personal branding to to get that job to, to move them forward it's mm -hmm. about you know the qualifications you've got are they um or, the, or that aspect of going for a job, or do, do your strengths and weaknesses fit with the job description, or all of that. But I was actually listening to um, Phil Fraser's podcast, yeah. the Leeds Business Podcast with Linda Plant, and she was talking about employing people that probably didn't have the right, if she'd have looked at the paper, because yeah. she's the interviewer on the apprentice as well isn't she yeah. and she was saying if but in her businesses if she'd have looked at what they'd got on their cv versus the person sat in front of her she'd have maybe not taken them on because of what their cv says but their personal brand has come across showing that they've got and whether that is a bit of vulnerability you know no i can't do that but i'm willing to learn or they're showing that that 
that actual genuine self in an interview. And as you say, what people talk, say about you when you're not in the room. Yeah. And this is something I'm really passionate about because I think there can be such a focus on technical skills and we've all got so much more to offer. And I do a lot, you know, I said I trained as a lawyer and I do a lot of work within professional services, but it's apparent in, you know, across the board that at some point people are told to be professional and nobody explains what professional means. Professional does not mean leave your personality at home. Why do people do that? And I just think it's so important to show up and be yourself with your values, with your little quirks, with your sense of humour. Because that's that's what makes work fun for a start, isn't it? The people that we surround ourselves with. But that's how we connect. Because we're looking for... All personal branding is, at the, at the sort of most basic level, is we're looking to connect with people. We're looking to build relationships. And therefore, if we find something in common that we connect, it's about that warmth, that connection, and that comes from sharing personality. If we're professional and we become virtually, well, if we become magnolia or a little bit sterile, then we've nothing to buy into. So I think young people need to... I think there is too much focus on social footprint. Yes, of course, their social footprint is important, but my poor son has been drilled on shaking hands, making sure you can make eye contact, making sure that you can do small talk. You know, he rolls his eyes and says, stop coaching me, mum. But I get that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But then I know that when he's in those difficult situations, secretly, not that he'd ever tell me, he appreciates it because it's become second nature to him. Mm. And I think that's something I've not really sort of expressed um, on a podcast or when I'm speaking before, but I think it if you do things regularly and you start doing it at a young age, it becomes a habit and it becomes more of, who you are rather than what you do and I think in personal branding people think oh I haven't got time for that I'm busy I've got so much on and I often say to people well don't think about what you've got to do think about who you can be think about how you show up and if you show up when you get out of bed in the morning and you think you know what I'm going to show up as my best self today what does that look like, then chances are you're going to be about 90% of the way on your personal brand because you're going to be a pretty decent person to be around. And actually, that's what we all want to work with at the end of the day, isn't it? It is, and I think when we talk about not letting tossers impact our personal brand, I think the problem with tossers is... (laughs) As <laughs> which I've got a whole string of these going through. Everybody's had a problem with tossers. I personally think maybe the problem with tossers, if we don't have the confidence in ourselves, is that those tossers then impact on our personal brand because they infiltrate mm. us if we if we're not being our best selves or we can't be because we don't have the confidence to be our best selves then they infiltrate into our psyche and that and and impact our well-being and everything and when it when we talk about work-life blend 
going to a job, as we say, where we're we're not being able to be our best selves Mm. for whatever reason, whether that's a colleague or something going on at home behind the scenes that we don't know about, then that is when they have that, even if they don't necessarily mean to be a tosser Mm. and act like a tosser, it can still have an impact on us and how we're then able to show up as our best selves. Yeah, I think, um, again, I think there's a perception that personal branding is about putting your social media feed out there and making it look great. Actually, for me, what do I sell? I sell confidence. Mm. That is what I sell. Every single person that comes to me has a challenge somewhere about their confidence. And what your personal brand allows you to do is the work that the way I approach it anyway is that we do the work that most people don't want to do is that reflection it's looking at your values looking at what your strengths are getting feedback on the areas that perhaps you know could do with a little bit of improvement and once you do that for me that's the gold dust because you get feedback and 95% of it is oh Tina's wonderful we love working with Tina she's great fun to be around and then there might be two three percent that oh I don't know if she realizes but on a Monday morning we need to you know, let's have three cups of coffee before we go in and, and, you know, open the door and put something to it, whatever it may be. We've all got those little foibles, haven't we? And, but if you don't have the self-awareness or are not aware of that, those are your blind spots, that until you uncover those, you can't do anything about it. And I think people think it's some great faux pas that can ruin a personal brand, But actually, it might be that you don't return calls. Actually, it might be that you're always late for meetings. Actually, it might be that um, you pick up the phone during, you know, when somebody's having a coffee, whatever it may be. It's probably something really small that you're not aware that you're even doing, and that can destroy your personal brand. So I think if you have that confidence, it allows you to show up. I would say it's what you do, it's who you are, and it's how you do it. It's those three things. And if you've got those nailed, then that will give you the confidence to show up in that way every day. And it becomes a non-negotiable. It becomes your, you know, your um, strategy for turning up. And even on the days that you don't quite feel like it, that that's your strategy. That's how you show up. And that will help you put up some barriers maybe to those people that are trying to undermine and you know I tend to think of you know the um police shields and I tend to think you know it's those see-through shields so it just stops some of the maybe um comments that undermine you just allows those to rebound because you know you've got you know you know what you stand for and it won't be for everybody but having that confidence in that there's um the wonderful quote you'll have heard me say it before but the Dita Von Teese the burlesque artist that says you can be the juiciest ripest peach in the bowl there will be still people who hate peaches and you know you've just got to let it go yeah you have and I think that is the the really important message when it comes to Toss, don't let tossers impact yeah. your personal brand is about letting it go yeah and that's that's a lot of what we talk about 
in the podcast because it's about improving your work-life blend and to improve your work-life blend a lot of being able to do that as business owners is about letting it go and letting go of whether it's um the people that don't you know they didn't want to buy that service that's fine let it go they didn't like your personality that's fine let it go and and it's and don't necessarily look at them that they are a tosser (laughs) just look at them that they've helped you to improve the way that you are operating as a business or a person in that work and life isn't that a lovely way of thinking about it as well it's like their little personal trainers that are sent to us to just check in with ourselves and say you know do they fit in my world no they don't and also isn't it interesting that negative bias comes in so we get ourselves so hung up on those people but what about all the fabulous people in your world that absolutely do buy into your brand that are your cheerleaders your advocates that you know I look at your network and the number of friends that we have in common the people that we've re- we've introduced to each other um, the reason that we're sat here now they're all people that have those shared values that show up in that way and that's for me that's yeah the word personal branding sometimes I think can make people go but actually that's all it is it's about that connection it is and I'm so glad that we're connected and I just (laughs) want to say thank you for being my guest today on don't work with tossers the podcast thank you Deborah oh thank you Tina it's been super (laughs) 